0: You know, like when I was probably in year five or year six, I was friends with this guy. Well, sort of friend. He was the school bully. And <laughs> Jeez, I, you've dropped down that very quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was acting civil towards him just so he didn't beat me up, basically. And we're having a conversation, and I met, somehow I mentioned taste buds, and he sort of looked at me quizzically and said, "Do you believe in taste buds?" And I basically agreed with anything he said because I didn't want to get beaten up. I said, "Of course I don't." But to him, taste buds were an urban legend. That's the topic of this week's show. Hopefully, the bully is listening to this episode and he realizes that taste buds actually exist. What's the difference between an urban legend and just being dumb? What's the uh, <laughs> what's the difference? We'll discuss that this week on What's That About? Today we've got urban legends, and I don't know about you, but when I when we agreed on this topic, the first thing I did was go to Google and type in "Did Richard Gere stuff a gerbil up his backside?" That was mm, the, I didn't. I did, was it didn't even first. occur to me. <laughs> that is my favorite <laughs> urban legend of all time. So what's the what's the story with that? Before we go into any more detail, you can't drop a I don't even know what a gerbil is. Well, that uh, that was that was the second thing I looked up. Was how is a hamster and a gerbil different? Mm. And apparently they're very similar But a hamster is a little bit smaller than a gerbil And that just that got me sense. thinking Richard, start with a hamster Then move on to a gerbil Don't <laughs> start with a gerbil Oh, the hamster's smaller The hamster's smaller, yeah, yeah Oh, well he That's is- a gateway um. <laughs> That's insertion. a gateway rodent That's a gateway rodent <laughs> You do not start with the gerbil Rookie mistake uh, but- <laughs> You, you seem to have a lot of stories um, of people that have rocked up at emergency with different things up the back passage. Is that a common thing that, that happens to people? Yeah, it's relatively common, yep. The, my favourite, though, is when like, you hear a lot of stories of someone will rock up to emergency with a, a bottle of tomato sauce up the backside. And then they'll say, oh, I just slipped and fell on it um, when I was getting ready yeah, that- for the shower. And then the doctor's like, so why is there a condom on it? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm interested in Richard Gere. Go for it, Luke. Okay, so Richard Gere, who, by the way, Primal Fear, one of the great movies. But he wasn't the best in it, though. He was okay. He was solid. He was... Edward, Edward Norton. Oh. He just uh, hit that out of the park. And that was his debut, I think. Breakout role. Yeah. Breakout role. Imagine if Edward Norton was on Mr. Holland's office. He would have just... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He, okay, so in the early 90s, this rumour was circulating that Richard Gere had to go to hospital because he stuffed a gerbil up his backside and he couldn't get it out. Hmm. That was the rumour, which was Would you go to a vet or to a... (laughs) (laughs) Was he concerned for the gerbil? Or was he... (laughs) Very good point. Um... So then what didn't help was that around the time of Pretty Woman, when his profile was just through the roof, someone sent through a fax machine, a press release, which was all made up, but allegedly from the Association for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, saying that (laughs) Richard Gere had abused a gerbil in this way. And he sent it to thousands and thousands of fax machines in LA. So this rumor stuck and he couldn't get rid of it. Um, and then apparently, lots of people have investigated it really thoroughly, and they're really confident that it didn't it didn't happen. But how thoroughly can you investigate it? Well, apparently, people do it- <laughs> went through all these medical records of hospitals in the area where Richard Gere lived, and is there any records of? A gerbil having to be removed. Like they really got into the the, the case notes. Right. I don't think that's that sounds made up in itself. This is another uh, investigation. Urban urban legend. (laughs) They're going through all these private patient (laughs) notes. I don't think so. (laughs) It's one of the elements of urban legends. Is there's some kind of moral to the story, or or something where it's a, a little nod to an acceptable cultural norm being applied. And what's really quite sinister about the, the backstory to the Richard Gere thing is they reckon that the rumor was started by people who were trying to say Richard Gere's gay and this is the kind of gross things that gay people do as a homophobic kind of slander campaign. Right. And that was the, the motivating drive, which is, which is pretty pretty gross in, in and of itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's just do the old, I don't think we've done the definition yet. Oh, you've, you've, you've missed your moment to shine. No, no way. <laughs> Always time for a definition. <laughs> Definition's as good as a holiday, in my opinion. So, an urban legend, for anyone that may not know, is a modern story of obscure origin with little or no supporting evidence that spreads spontaneously in varying forms and often has elements of humour, moralising or horror. Yeah, they're very sticky stories, aren't they? There's something about mm. them that, that people just want to spread them and... And oh. I've totally done it. Like, go- researching this, they're kind of these funny little facts that are interesting enough that it's worth passing on, but not interesting enough that you'd actually investigate whether it's true. Yeah, I I think uh, uh, exactly right. I've got a whole list of yeah. them to go through of things that I've been spruiking over the years that aren't even true. Yeah. So, how do you want to go about this? Do we want to talk a little bit about the kind of psychology of urban legends, or do you have other stuff? Well, I know you're a fan of analyzing the psychology of our topics in your opinion out of 10 how interesting is it is it worth going down that path i reckon it's a two it's a two okay can you do it in one sentence um okay in one sentence we share these stories because there's something in them that can help us um survive or find a mate And and really yeah apparently there's there's certain kind of information we're likely to spread because there's a lesson in it. So, you, for example, um, there was a whole story about people were putting razor blades in children's playgrounds. And so the, the reason that spread like wildfire is obviously that you want to keep your kids safe. So there's that's an example of why that particular story went, went viral. Mm. Um, the other thing is there's done some studies where if you tell an urban legend... Or you essentially have a, a an insight into a story or a situation that others don't. You are viewed as more competent, so your status goes up. So there's an incentive for the urban legend teller to spread the message on because they get some social status from it. Mm, it's interesting. just probably a little bit more. Really, every every single bit of um, theory we do on this always ends up to it helps humans survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or <laughs> get lucky by the sounds of it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it does explain most human behaviour, really. <laughs> yeah, it does, sadly. yeah. <laughs> so what are some of the best urban legends that stuck out to you? i got one about coke. Now, coke apparently has so many urban legends that it has its own category called coke law. Well, it gets catchy. It's good. Yeah, I like it. I could only find one interesting one. And that is the one that um, if you leave a tooth in a cup of coke overnight by the morning, it'll be completely dissolved. That is totally untrue. Apparently, it's false. I think yeah. I think I've spread that one in my time. Um, yeah, that is one of those classic kind of yeah. You, you put a T-bone steak in a can of coke and it'll dissolve the tooth. Yeah, you hear that all the time. Yeah, and that's just not not correct. Interesting. I know I've known people in the past that have you know how some people Coke's this kind of drink where people just get really obsessed with it and they'll have like liters and liters a day. That's the only sort of beverage they'll have. Mm, yeah, the people and one person in particular has really terrible teeth. It's eaten away basically, and I don't know. I guess that's the Coke. I don't know. It's it's surely yeah. It's I guess there's the yeah the sugar content over time would erode in a way that just letting it sit in it overnight not going to do it hmm maybe um i just love that when you go to the it department of your workplace and they're all having a bottle of coke for for breakfast yeah I, I do you guys love a bottle of coke or like an energy drink yeah you know people that like we'll get up at six in the morning and just straight to the energy drink yes that's true i love that they're um <laughs> hey like they're having a coke and an energy energy drink you're like you're just working on the help desk you're not you're not running a, a tough mutter <laughs> tough mutter <laughs> you got any others I've got one. Apparently, there's a legend going around that if when there's a census, if you fill out your religion as Jedi, then the government, if there's enough people that do it, the government will have to make it an official religion. Um, and this is just wrong because apparently, just because a large number of people check something on a census form is not grounds for introducing it as official. So it's just one of those Facebook things that gets you, spread around. I think it happens every year. That Jedi one. I did. I read that. I read an article about that as well, and the the spokesperson was kind of like. No, no, of course not. Just, just because a lot of people do it doesn't mean we have to abide by it. Like, the way, the way that he yes. framed it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got one more, and I'm going to ask you a question here, Luke. But if you had to be best friends, BFFs, yeah. with just a chilled-out, relaxed, friendly spider, which spider would you choose? P- probably a Daddy Long Legs. You're damn straight, you would. And... <laughs> And if you could think of one urban legend about a Dated Long Legs, what would it be? That They are the most poisonous spider? Yes. That's and all rubbish, apparently. They're <laughs> rubbish. So the whole thing of the they don't have... Yeah, they're poisonous, but they haven't got the, the teeth to inject you, so they're harmless. That's right. That's all rubbish. That's all rubbish. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So that's the rumor. And it said, you know, it's the most poisonous in the world, and it can't kill people because their fangs are too small. And not only is Daddy Long Legs not uh, the most poisonous spider in the world... But apparently, it's not even a spider. <laughs> what? <is> that? <laughs> That's what talk about. It's just that M Night Shyamalan's done that uh, twist at the <laughs> end. <laughs> it just feels like an urban legend wrapped in an urban legend. Like, I'm just it you, does. They've, over, they've gone one step too far the other way now. <laughs> so apparently, they don't even have venom. The most obvious feature to avoid predators is to produce chemical excretions from glands on their bodies, which have been observed to repulse predators which is what also happens to you after walking up a flight of stairs on a hot day. Jeez, it took you a while to get to that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were reading half a page on the Encyclopedia Britannica just yep. to get to that little twist. Was it worth it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't. Basically, I just called you smelly at the end. <laughs> that was not worth it. Um, if it's, Hang on, if it's not a spider, what is it? Oh, uh, yeah, I looked it up. It's just some other type of insect. It starts with O. Um, all righty then. So, are you ready for a game of Mythbusters? Yep. Go um, for it. Okay. So, uh, Albert Einstein failed maths at school. True or false? I'm going to say true. False. He, <sighs> he. Someone actually said to him once that it's, you know, it's been said that you failed. You weren't very good at maths as a, a child. And his response was, I never failed maths. Sure, before I was 15, I hadn't mastered differential and in- integral calculus, but I never <laughs> failed maths. Well, it's the same thing, really, isn't it? You can't. <laughs> I can't even say the words. If you can't do that thing by 15, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, the Great Wall of China is the only man-made object you can see from space. True or false? I'm going to say false because it's not that big. Why would you see it from space? But I think it's actually true. I think I've read that it's true, but it still doesn't make sense to me. False. Ah, good. Can't see it too far away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a small wall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the uh, the old, the average person swallows eight spiders a year in their sleep? Yep. Uh, true or false? Yeah, false. I would say false. Correct? The funny yes. thing is, though, they said it's false. Sure, you'll swallow a few, but not eight. <laughs> oh, seven You saw it only seven Seven and a daddy long legs The, the eighth <laughs> one was daddy long legs Which isn't even a spider <laughs> um, The last one is There was a um, I remember we were kids I think I mentioned this earlier In the um, episode Where we had this massive Water slide park When we were growing up Jamo pool Yeah Big splash water park now Big splash water park they, they still have the movie The movie pool on Friday night I think they do, yeah. Just because of the whole taking your shirt off thing, I obviously don't go, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I hear that that's probably the case. Uh, my idea of hell is teenager, shirt off, hanging out with a bunch of strangers who are teenagers, I don't know, in a pool. Yeah. That's not, that, not going to happen. <laughs> Apparently, there was examples of, 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 and there was pictorial evidence of people... Putting razor blades in playgrounds but not water slides. Just who does that? That's just Yeah. What's well, the whole thing as well of people putting syringes like, you know, in toilet seats facing out so that your back of your leg will hit it as you sit down on the toilet seat. Oh is and that, I do remember one Is that an urban legend? I, it could be an urban legend, but I do know it was in the paper a year or two ago about someone putting a syringe, you know, where you put your hand up to get toilet paper? Yes. Someone did find one in there, I oh. think, and uh, that was in the paper. Bloody yeah! A friend f- of a friend told me about it. <laughs> friend, a, a friend of a friend read the paper and told me about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do, I do remember reading that. My take home for this whole uh, show is just don't believe anything you hear. Yeah, it's a safe option. It's much safer. Don't believe a thing. When we said at the start of the show that it's going to be a good episode... Good thing you didn't believe it, uh, (laughs) because that was an urban legend. It was completely an urban legend. Contemporary legend, sorry. (laughs) All right, then that's probably enough urban legends. We'll be back in a moment with some little cheeky social etiquette. If you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide, then we recommend you listen to Luke and Dawn's Etiquette Guide. Luke and Dawn's Etiquette Guide. Okay, so another little bit of social etiquette. I need your advice on Dom. Mm Mm-hmm. This happens surprisingly often. I'll be in a conversation with someone and one little drop of spittle or saliva will come out of their face and end up landing on my face. Out of their face. (laughs) Usually... And there must be some kind of magnetic force. It lands on my lip for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> there's something weird going on with the lip, isn't it? Why is it attracted to the lip? That's a that's a yeah. secondary question. But first of all, <laughs> in that moment, mm. what should I do? So I reckon there's a few options. Maybe like four different options. Four. First of all, what what, what do you do? I uh, my natural reaction is to ignore it, and then when I catch them looking away briefly, do a quick wipe. And then yep. back on with the conversation when they turn around. That is exactly mine as well. <laughs> you have to wait. You have to wait until either until they've walked away or until enough time has passed that they're not going to connect those dots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> it's just a normal itchy lip. Nothing. To, move along. Nothing to see here. <laughs> it's so true. I reckon. Yeah. And it's it's probably less time than you imagine. I reckon once like 30 seconds has passed. They're not going to be joining those dots together. You have to, like, you just have to wear it. Doesn't bother me, none. No issues here. And like, you know, when you know, like, there's like a certain type of person that when someone's pointed out that their fly is undone, they're like, I don't really care. Whatever. Whatevs. And then they just sort of prance around with their fly open for like half the day just to prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> so, you take this little spit in your face and you're like, what else you got? I've, I can take a bullet. I can take yeah, a bullet. Yeah, right. that's <laughs> I was going to say, it's almost like, it's as close as I'm getting to a war zone, basically. Is <laughs> yeah. it like, there's, like this missile coming at? I've been hit. Like, it sort of feels yeah. like. That's my initial reaction is to go down because it's really gross. But <laughs> It does come at you in slow motion like a bullet would as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very Matrixy the way you just see this single little dollop just kind of floating towards you, and you have time to react, but you don't. It just hits you every time. Yeah. And it's a funny thing, because, like, you know that you've been hit. They know they've just spat in your face, and (laughs) no one really acknowledges it. It's a funny little social thing. (laughs) It is, yeah. It's not too often you hear the person say, I'm sorry, I just spat in your face. You don't hear that too often. But it does happen, though. It does happen. So... The f- one of them, one option is that one that we both seem to do. The next one is just to ignore it completely. I reckon. Yeah. Which also happens a lot, I think. Which is my favourite is just to just point it out. You just spat in my face. <laughs> <You> just spat. <laughs> <laughs> it's bold. How about that? That is, is it, yeah. That <laughs> is for the bold. That option. So if I if I know them, I'll, sometimes I just say that. Thing is, if you're observing someone talking and then you observe.
1: Someone getting oh, yeah, spat on yeah.
0: You can just sort of go You can be cheeky You just spat on his face yeah. Not have you acknowledged it But it just happened yeah. And we all saw it You know you guys have essentially just kissed it's the ex- yeah. <laughs> um, They have four very good options um, Well there's only three The last option Is just to re- Return serve <laughs> Spit back at them <laughs> Just a golly, right back where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> stand up for, for yourself. <laughs> don't, don't let someone bully you. Um, has it ever landed in your mouth? Like a, like- I think it probably has. Oh, Chicken? True. It must have for you too. I think it's it's come on the inside of the lip. Like it's somehow bent around the corner a little bit. Yeah. Um, have you ever Have you ever done the? Because <laughs> of my work, sometimes <laughs> occasionally, I'm I'm pretty paranoid. And if it does, even if it's like. I don't know if it happened But it might have I'll make sure That that lip Doesn't make contact With the rest of my mouth Until I can get to a tap And wash it out <laughs> <laughs> Alright Well you've Absolutely nailed that one Don um, Talk about some Clear instructions Bit of a surprise treat Here Don uh, Let's go back to back Social etiquette Hit the uh, Hit the theme music again If you've got A social problem That makes you Want to run and hide then we recommend you so I had this situation at work the other day where I realised this guy had been calling me by the wrong name for about three months, I reckon. Guess- you just realised? you. Well, I, I probably realised that... He was. He wasn't quite getting it right, but then it was confirmed. And I look back and thought, actually, he's been saying that for a few months now. Mm. Um, what do you think the name he's uh, given me is? Well, it's either going to sound like your current name, or it's going to be the name of what you look like. So, I think he's going to say what you look like, which is Ruffy. <laughs> what? <laughs> just weird, sorry. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for Chubby McChubster or something and you've come through uh, me. Yeah, this is classy. Raffy. 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 What is that? I don't know. Raffy. <laughs> I think it's another Simpsons reference, to be honest. <laughs> you know when Barney was being classy and he had those... Friends. Oh yeah, Raldo and Ravi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay. Enough <laughs> of this rubbish. What does he call you? So he calls me Sam because there's a guy in the office who looks exactly like me, whose name is Sam. So there's a bit of leeway there. But he must think Sam is the best worker ever. <laughs> this guy's everywhere. I just saw him over there. He's there. Every- <laughs> He's really getting <laughs> stuff done. <laughs> But it was to the point where I didn't correct him when I first thought he called me the wrong name and then it got too long. Like, he'd called it to me too many times and now I just started answering to the name Sam. So, he was like, he'll he'll come in and go, oh, Sam, just got to ask you a question like this. And I go, oh, yeah, what can I do for you? I I just completely (laughs) go along with the name Sam and it's way too late. How far can this go? If he invites you to his wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Sam... What do, what do I do? Like, obviously, the, the correct answer is the first time someone calls you the wrong name, you correct them. But if you've left it for, for three to four months, what, what, I don't what, know. what do you do? Or it's like a you're on a train, a runaway train to uh, awkwardness, basically. Because I'm in the same situation. There's a guy at work. He's a few ladders up the rung. Mm. And he just hang on, been hang on, me hang Daniel. Hang at- Can I just guess what he calls you? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> if it's a girl's name, you're in trouble. <laughs> Grint, screw <It's Grant. laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Jason. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Jason. We got to get it right. <laughs> um, now you've been calling me Daniel for six years. Six years. Six years going <laughs> on for yeah. you, you do look <laughs> a bit like a Daniel. I've got to say. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I just answer to it now. And because do you do, you you do know, it where I work, unflinchingly. You're yeah. like Daniel. Yep, yep. What, I answer to up? it. <laughs> yep. Ooh, what's that? And because uh, where I work is predominantly females. He just always says, get it, girls, and I answer to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it, and I think the only way through this really is you need him to discover what your real name is through it being put in front of him in a way which he can save a bit of face, and he can just start calling you the right name from then on. Yeah, you'd hope that they would, and you're going as well. Realise their mistake, be a bit embarrassed. And just not mention it to you. That'd be the ideal situation. Yeah, because if your guy turned around and said, hey, I've been calling you Daniel for the last six years, I'd go, have you? <laughs> <I> haven't noticed. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's an, <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> that exactly that's exactly what I would, what I would say. do. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it's weird that I haven't noticed. Really? not weird? I didn't necessarily I didn't hear that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, they're, they're pretty much your any options. It's too long now to go, hey, my name is actually Donovan. Yeah, I guess we're just stuck in our situation. <laughs> it so so Daniel. So Advice is, unless you nip it in the bud, you're screwed, basically. Yeah. You just... <laughs> so, this is... Anyway, this is What's That About? You've been listening to Daniel and Sam, and uh, we <laughs> will catch you next time. See you next time.